The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. March the 1st! Up in here. Got spring football this month. Got spring football. Let's go. Swain event fueled by Dan and Barbecue. Hour one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Our telephone number here on the Swain event is 865-255-03. That's the Irish Network's hotline. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Ben, good morning, man. Good morning. Ben, have you noticed the... Uh, Grass is growing a little bit. Have you noticed that? Maybe slightly. I, I did get a, a text message from my guy who cuts my yard last week saying that he's going to start back up at the end of March. So that was my sign that spring is here. Yeah, he said, um, he said you better pull the Rihanna said, Hank better have my money. <laughs> you better get, get, them, get that checkbook out, Ben. <laughs> Time to cut some grass, or it might be time for you to get a uh, a lawnmower, get out there and push a little bit. Uh, I'm I'm not pushing my push yard. Push it to the limit. When when you when you consider time, energy, and size of my yard, it's not worth it. Not worth it. Would ten times out of ten rather pay somebody to do it? If if I didn't have such a a job that was different every day, different day to day, and always mm-hmm. doing something mm-hmm. and whatnot. Then, then yes, I could get out there and push my yard. It would not be fun. I also, half of my yard, you wouldn't know because you've never been out to see my new house. But uh, half of my yard is booked. like on a on a slope, and I I when I first moved in, I cut it once with a push mower, and it was not fun at all. I mean, it, I mean, it's a steep incline. On one side of my yard, and then I have a humongous front yard. I don't really have a backyard. I have like a sliver of backyard. I have more front yard than I do uh, backyard. And instead of a party in the back, it's a party in the front at the McKee household. You got it, man. You got it. You got Sounds it. like I need Rodney to come up. Rodney says I'm already cutting in the A. Well, Rodney, why don't you come up and cut in the K? I know, right? Put the K in cut. Yeah, bring bring that. That 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 three sixty lawnmower up here, man. Let's go. Bring bring that weed eater up here. Let's go. That edger. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I need. Yeah, I was outside yesterday, Ben, and I was like, um, yo, the grass is a little bit higher today than it was yesterday. And you could tell how? From from one day to the next, you could tell the grass was taller? Yeah, because like little flowers are blooming. Like, typically, it happens at the beginning of, of of the spring, but yeah, man, I was in the backyard with the with the dog, and I noticed that. And I got Rodney. I got a Rodney more that needs some needs some work. I still haven't got it done yet because I mean I wouldn't get it done during the winter. You need it, but it's about that time, Ben. It's about that time. Get out there, cut the grass. It is that time because spring football is around the corner, Ben. This is the month. This is the month we get spring football. And on time, we get a list. F1 Sports are not wasting any time, Ben. They're not wasting any time at all. They have a list already ranking the quarterbacks who are projected to start in the SEC this year. I bet it sucks. In Tennessee, fans, you should be you should be happy. You should be happy. Who do you think Hen Hook is, Ben? Hendo Cinco. Uh, if Pastor I, Hen. If I was making a list, my own personal list, uh, he would be second or third on uh, my returning quarterbacks list. Not, not even just returning quarterbacks list, but even – projected starting quarterbacks in the SEC. I, I, I recognize that Spencer Rattler has more natural talent than Hendon Hooker. 
Um, but, but he ain't done anything. But I, I mean, he's done stuff. It's just I mean, he's done it in the Big Twelve, and I, like he's a super talented quarterback. He really is. But it's just I, I don't want him in my locker room. I don't. That, that's why I don't like Spencer Rattler. Uh, we'll, we'll see if Shane Beamer can can make it work. I, I do think if you're a South Carolina fan, there's reason for optimism there. According to sources, he is. Um... He has started off his career on a positive, positive note. He has on a positive note. Yeah, yeah. Accor- so, accor- according to sources, according to sources, and, and I mean, I, I do. It, it makes sense that he would be bought into South Carolina because it seemed like he had a really good relationship with Shane Beamer. So uh, Spencer Rattler is a heck of a talent, but I, I, I just don't really trust him aside from the natural talent. Um, but that, that's neither here nor there. I, I would still, at least going into the season, take Hendon Hooker over him. Uh, and outside of Spencer Rattler, I mean, there was really no quarterback that the SEC added that just really stands out. I mean, I, I you'd have to put him behind Bryce Young, and I guess technically you'd have to put him behind Stetson Bennett. I mean, I think I think Hinton Hooker's a better quarterback than Stetson Bennett, but you, you just can't rank him ahead of Stetson after Stetson led Georgia to a national championship. At least you can't in – in my opinion. So I, I think it would come down to Will Rogers or Hendon Hooker for that third and, and fourth spot, for me personally at least. Number 14. Number 14. Ken Seals or Mike Wright. Vanderbilt. <laughs> my kids looking at me all funny. Can you do that? Can't. Number 13, Brady Cook, Missouri, whoever the hell that is. Which Missouri may have a, a different quarterback than, than Brady Cook because there's some rumors that Arizona State transfer Jaden Daniels Ooh, that'd be may good. may end up at Missouri. I believe he was there this past weekend on a visit. That'd be a good that'd be a good pickup for Missouri. Yeah, Jay, I think Jaden Daniels is really good. I mean, he'd be one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC. Zach Calzada, Auburn at 12. Yeah. I know he regretting going to Auburn. What did I sign up for? I, I left Texas land in for this. <laughs> Number 11, Haynes King. Number 10, Anthony Richardson, Florida. Number 9, Miles Brennan. Number 8, Jackson Dart, Ole Miss. Number 7, Will Levis. Number 6, Ben... Stetson Bennett. I I thought you were about to say Hendon. No, man. Stetson Bennett, number six. I mean, I I get it. It's just, I mean, he just led the team to a national championship. That that seems a little off. This is silly. This is silly. It's getting silly already. I mean, do you agree with me on this? I do agree. Number five is Spencer Rattler. How do you have Spencer Rattler in front of Stetson Bennett right now? Stetson Bennett has played in the SEC multiple years. Spencer Rattler hasn't busted grape yet. He hasn't peed a drop yet. He hasn't done anything yet in the SEC, and he's already at number five. See, it's getting silly, man. It's getting silly already. Number four, Will Rogers, Mississippi State, throwing darts all year last year. He was he was unreal. The reason why he didn't get more recognition is probably because of Georgia's season and because of Bryce Young Heisman Trophy trophy campaign. But he was he was amazing. Number three, KJ Jefferson. Oh, I like KJ. I forgot about KJ. I really like KJ. What Man, you I'm said number I, four? I don't know. I used to forgot about KJ since Arkansas and 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 Sam Pittman was your coach of the year last year. Well, but I and still is my coach of the year. Um, but I forgot because I am in complete SEC basketball and SEC baseball mode at the moment. Hey man, you gotta be versatile. Number three is K. Jay Jefferson, number two. And will the church please rise to your feet? Ben, rise to your feet for the one, the only, Pastor Hen Hook is number two. <laughs> number two? Number two on the list. Who was three, four, and five? Number three. We know who number one was. That's, it, that's uh, Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah, there's no reason to even <laughs> mention that. KJ Jefferson is number three. Number four is Will Rogers. Number five is Spencer Rattler, who has not played it down in the SEC. And number 
six is just a quarterback that won national championship. Number six. I mean, I, I think from a talent perspective, like I said a moment ago, Stetson Bennett being that low makes sense. I mean, I, I don't just in terms of he ain't played nobody, Paul. <laughs> I mean, he he's not having. This, I mean, he wasn't even like all that great last year. I mean, he had a couple of good moments here and there, a couple of big games. He made great throws in the national championship game when it looked like Georgia was going to choke it away yet again. Uh, so I, I'm not going to sit here and say he's a bad quarterback, but just from only evaluating him from a a talent perspective, it makes sense why he is six. I just he just won a national championship, led Georgia to a national championship for the first time in what was it, forty years? 40. 40. 40 years. I didn't know if there was a 42nd or 43rd type of year situation there going on. Uh, what's that, 1980? So, what, 41? 42 years. 41, 42. Here the one. Divided pi, 3.14. Yeah, because well, it, it was the 2021 season, which would make it 41, but the game was technically played in 2022. I don't know. A long time. The Volunteers showed massive improvement on offense in Coach Heifel's First season, after averaging 21.5 points a game in 2020, Tennessee ranked second in the SEC with 39.3 points a contest in 2021. Hooker's transfer to Rocky Top from Virginia Tech was a big reason for the jump in production as he piloted uh, Heupel's high-powered attack by throwing for 2,945 yards, 31 touchdowns, to just three interceptions. Key Spring storyline says Hooker should push for preseason All-SEC honors, and with Joe Milton returning as the backup, the question marks are minimal for Tennessee's quarterback room. So how about that? How about that? Um, I got time for that. Got time for that? I don't. I'm a little. I'm a little nervous though. I I like the recognition. I like the love that Henry Hooker is getting because he deserves every bit of it. But you know, I get a little nervous about the about the preseason hype. But Henning deserves. It. Oh, there's going to be a ton of preseason hype. This, this little little old list is. I mean, I think it's, I, it's I was going to say one through three. Yeah, I I, I think it's. Pretty accurate. And two, three, four, uh, Hendon Hooker, KJ Jefferson, Will Rogers. Like, I, I think you can make a case for any of those three guys in any of those three spots. Uh, I, I think they're they're all really good quarterbacks. And certainly the the top tier. Well, I think Bryce Young's in a tier of his own. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then the tier below Bryce Young, which is still one of the top tiers in the SEC, is, is Hendon Hooker, KJ Jefferson, uh, and – Will Rogers, and, and I think you could throw Spencer Rattler and Stetson Bennett probably in there as as well. But this is just the first, and it's not even really the first. There, there's already been a ton of, of preseason Hendon Hooker hype, and technically we're not even in the preseason. So it, it's going to be a long off season, as we have already seen, of, of Hendon Hooker hype, and, and we're only in the beginning stages of it. Just wait until – Truly, everybody's focus is back on football season. Once March Madness comes to an end and you, you, spring practice wraps up and you get into those summer months and, and right before SEC media days, I mean, the, the Hendon Hooker and Tennessee offensive hype it, with Cedric Tillman, too, is, is really going to ramp up. Yeah, I want to see what, what Bryce Young is going to do without possibly the first overall pick and Evan Neal protecting him at tackle and then possibly the first receiver off the board, Jamison Williams, him throwing to Williams. I want to see what Bryce Young does without those players. And we saw the backup receivers go in for Alabama in the championship game. And they didn't look that hot. They were wet behind the ears. Yeah, they didn't look that hot. They was young. And listen, Alabama has had young receivers in the past step up and make plays in those type of moments. These young receivers did not do that. But I want to see what Bryce Young is going to do. I know he's going to be great because he is great. But remember, I think it was, uh, was it this past offseason, being right before 2021 season when we were looking at the quarterbacks, and we were like, ugh. Yes. Ugh, this, this group is, this group is moldy. <laughs> this is a moldy-looking group. <laughs> We've got the 
Toss out the bread, man. There's some green stuff growing on the bread. There's some mold growing on the cheese. This group is moldy. This is a moldy-looking quarterback group in the SEC. Now we're like, yo, man, this this group is strong, man. Got the Heisman Trophy winner coming back. You have Hendon Hooker, K.J. Jefferson, who has a lot of Cam Newton in his game. He is not Cam Newton for the hearing impaired. He has a lot of Cam Newton in his game. He is not Cam Newton. And then Will Rogers, yo, he was throwing darts all season long. And then you add to the league Spencer Rattler. You have Stetson Bennett, who national champion. Uh, Will Levis, aight. He's not bad. Yeah, aight. And Will Levis, aight. He had his career day against us. And, yeah, I, and I mean, again, if 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 the league adds Jane Daniels, he's not going to be fun to deal with. No, nah, he, he he now he needs to he's eat turnover a, prone. He needs but, to eat a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, he needs to eat a peanut butter uh, sandwich. Uh, like he needs to eat a, uh, a couple of baconators or something. Because he's fun to watch though. He he fragile. He won't last an entire SEC season. No, and playing in the SEC is a little bit different than playing in the Pac-12. Yeah, yeah. so I, that would that would be a heck of a pickup for Missouri. It really would be, and whew, that that would not that 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 would would worry me because he he has the capability of just running all over a defense that is not good. I mean, I, I did watch one of their games last season. Um, I mean, he was he was the guy for Arizona State. He's the type of guy that lights up bad defenses and looks eh, against great ones. I want to see him play for Missouri. I want to see what he's gonna do. I know he ain't gonna beat Tennessee. Well, Tennessee better get his defense in shape. Well, what about Missouri's defense? They better get theirs in shape, too, because Hendon's coming. Trash. It's going to be a 66-63 Vols win Man. inside of Neyland Stadium this fall. Tennessee defense better not let Missouri score that many points. Better not. You better not. 865-255-03. Stay with us. Be right back. If you want to be part of the show, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Hello? Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. J.C.'s will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup 
or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the Big Orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you, because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim Com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home.
Let's get it. Let's get it. Time for around the SEC here on the Swain event fueled by Daddy and Barbecue. Top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful morning. Because we are. I know Ben is because, I mean, his his team just, just created highlight reels all over the place. Well, not his team, but John Morant. John Morant is the most exciting player in the NBA. So I know you good. Got your Memphis Grizzlies t-shirt on. Did you earn it this morning? Did you lay it out last night like it was the first day of school, Ben? Huh? Did you lay it out? Did you lay out your outfit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to wear this Memphis Grizzlies t-shirt. Make sure my shoes match. Make sure my pants are, are, are creased up. Starch got my got my my got the iron game on point because John Morant is out here posterizing folks. Human highlight film. Did you hype about today, Ben? Uh, yes, I am very excited. Still can't believe that John Morant ended a man's career last night. Time to retire, young man. It time is to time to retire, Yaka Purtle. It is time. It is time. Shout out to John Morant, the goat. Uh, two notes, football notes this morning. Georgia has hired an offensive line coach. Yes. And are bringing back a familiar face to be the offensive line coach, and that is Stacy Serrells. Good hire. Uh, just finished his third season with North Carolina, and he is coming back to Georgia because he previously coached Georgia's offensive line from 2007 to 2010. He replaces Matt Luke, who resigned on February 21st after two seasons on staff. Uh, Cyril's joins the Georgia staff with 30 years of coaching experience, during which time he has produced 25 NFL offensive linemen, including 11 who were drafted. So Georgia has a new offensive line coach. Pretty good. Uh, Alabama actually lost a key member to its organization yesterday. Dr. Matt Ray is leaving Alabama to be with the, the New Orleans Saints. And uh, this is actually significant news. I know that, that kind of sounds silly. Dr. Matt Ray leaving uh, Alabama for, for the Saints. Who cares about a doctor? Well, if if you remember, after Scott Cochran left to go to Georgia, Nick mm-hmm. Saban kind of reworked the the strength coach job, didn't, didn't hire a traditional strength coach he, he brought in two different people uh to 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 change the the, the dynamic and kind of a, a science duo uh of sorts uh, he was the director of sports performance with uh david ballow and they spearheaded the crimson tide strength and conditioning program each of the last two seasons after working closely together both at uh, indiana and img uh, Ray, who is leaving, uh, has brought a more scientific approach to traditional strength and conditioning uh, at Alabama. He utilized the program's brand new sports science center that opened in July of 2020. And according to his bio on the Alabama website, uh, the data Ray collected during practices and workouts helped to determine exactly what recovery strategies each player needs to create the optimal environment for training and development on a personalized level. So I, I know Nick Saban has always had success, but he, Scott Cochran there at the end kind of got old and, and, and kind of grew stale. Alabama's players were routinely getting hurt with significant injuries, knees, shoulders, so on and so forth. And Alabama had enough talent and enough players to, to overcome those injuries and, and still win. But within the Alabama fan base, it, it was still a source of concern and frustration, especially for Nick Saban. So he went with an out-of-the-box hire after Scott Cochran left. And Alabama itself and Alabama fans have loved Dr. Matt Ray and, and the other guy that they brought in from Indiana. And now that doctor's headed to the Saints. So I say all that to say that Alabama is losing a key member of its organization. Come on, Lord. But it's not going to matter because I'm sure he'll hire somebody good. Come on, Lord. The, the entire SEC, we've been praying for this moment. Let this be the moment. Let this be the beginning the, of the downfall. The beginning of the end. We've been, we've been coming to you every morning praying that this is it for Nick Saban. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, tonight, 
another SEC basketball slate, the, the last Tuesday slate of SEC basketball games this year. We've got four games. Tennessee and Georgia tips it off at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on the SEC Network. Tennessee 16-point favorites tonight. On the road, 16-point favorites? Mm-hmm. Man, they put some respect on Tennessee's name, ain't they? Wow. Yeah, or just realizing how bad Georgia is. Wow. Uh, Ole Miss is at Kentucky, 7 p.m. on ESPN. We mentioned that yesterday. Kentucky 17-point favorites tonight against Ole Miss. Uh, so that is one of two 7 o'clock games. The other one is Missouri at South Carolina. That one tips off at 7 on ESPNU. South Carolina, six-and-a-half-point favorites. And then the nightcap at 8.30 p.m. on the SEC Network. Florida at Vanderbilt. It's a pick Nobody is a favorite between Florida and Vanderbilt. So the better games are tomorrow night. Auburn, Mississippi State, LSU, Arkansas, A&M, Bama. Uh, tonight. We get the crappy games, or the the good teams are playing crappy teams this this week. So we don't we don't get any good games. I'm cool with playing a crappy team until this weekend. I'm I'm cool with playing Georgia today. Oh, I am too. I'm I'm and I was more so speaking to the SEC as a whole. Like there's no real big time basketball game going on uh, today or tomorrow in the SEC. So that's what's going on in the SEC. I wish this game was at home. Because my favorite part is is the starting lineup. Oh my goodness! My goodness, Georgia's on a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. In my bank account, game losing streak. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh my goodness! M's in my bank account. Oh, Rodney's going to be there. They've lost the last 17 out of 18 games. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, we know they're terrible. But I wish this game was um, was at home because one of my favorite parts of the game is, like, the starting lineup at home when the visiting team's starting lineup is announced and the crowd – after every player is announced, says, Hawks! It's my favorite. It reminds me of my high school aggressive. We that, did that. That's with, cute. With newspapers. Everybody had newspapers in the student section. So we had the newspapers, and then we let the player know what we thought about him as he was announced. How would you know you were playing? What you mean? Because I was you had to watching. Participate. I was watching. It was a, from the bench. Yeah, I was watching how they. Uh, reacted to the, the to the visiting team when the start lineups were being announced. When I was a student at UT, they they put fake newspapers in the first like 10, 15, 20 rows of the student section for that exact thing. Love to put it up. I don't know if they still do. I haven't tried to look. Or no, I didn't see notice. a newspaper. I just I just I just heard them. Um, Suck. Yeah, greet thee. Rodney's going to be there tonight. Rodney Nostel? Mm-hmm. No, you're not. He said, I'm about to slide down to UGA to watch my Vols. You think he's going to be sitting with his son in nah. all Georgia gear? Nah, he's he going to be driving down there on the lawnmower. Ain't nothing but an hour, hour drive. Well, 45 minutes. It'll be an hour. With According the to Kirby, Athens is in Atlanta. Wow. You might be right. Rodney, you playing or are you, are you going to the game? Rodney says, I'm about to slide down to UGA to watch my Vols. I'm about to slide down. Does that mean he's actually going to do it? Or he's thinking about doing it? Or it depends on what wife he says? Or does that mean he's really, really, really? No, he's going to slide on down there and pull up next to his son and be be decked out alongside his son in Georgia gear. Not Rodney in Georgia gear, but his son's going to be decked out in Georgia gear, and Rodney's going to have to sit next to him while he gives all that money to the University of Georgia. <laughs> you ain't right. GBO Vols94 says, I wish the fans would listen to Barnes and quit doing the overrated chant. It just makes us look worse. Agree. Downtown Vols says, y'all really think these 
Gen Z college kids know uh, what a newspaper is? Probably not. They're probably like, yo, this is this is this is what you use for a crawfish boil, or this is what you can use when you're spraying your windows and using Windex after washing your car. Newspaper is really good instead of using paper towels. I don't remember the last time I've seen a newspaper, to be honest. Got a good point there, downtown Paul. I don't know the last time I saw a newspaper. <laughs> I, I, I do not remember the last time I saw a newspaper. Um, VFL 16 says there are thousands of evidence based on strength coaches out there. Alabama will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I said okay. that they would be fine, but it's still a big loss. Yeah, they'll be fine, but it is still a big loss. And both things can be true. Both things are true. Both things are true. And, like, just because there's a thousand of them doesn't mean that one's not better than the rest. And the, the, the guy that they had was viewed as one of the best in the country, and they lost him. So that's a good thing. Volstorm says your yard is a reverse mullet. It is. Absolutely. Which would, would be, it, that would look really interesting on a human to have a reverse mullet. Party in the front. Mm-hmm. Nothing going on in the back. I've got a little sliver in the back. I've got a nice little piece of side yardage going on. And then I've got a big old front yard. Wow. Brandon Luckett. You know if you came by it sometime. I would know about your yard. Mm-hmm. What's going on this week? I don't want you to come by this week. I'm busy. I'm don't, guilt, don't guilt trip me then and say I can't come by. I got your address. I just come by regardless. Probably not a good idea. Your neighbors probably call police. Brandon Luckett says, No, we welcome black people. Say a prayer for my wife and baby girl this morning. We are, we will be heading back uh, to deliver our first baby girl. So, Brandon Luckett will be a girl dad. Uh, hope everything works out. And... Everything is 100% great for you and your family and wishing for a healthy birth for mom and daughter. Amen. Nothing like it, man. Nothing like it, Brandon Luckett. I've been there, my friend. Same emotions going through your body. I've been there, my friend. I've been there. So happy for you. Happy for you. And, again, just hope mom, baby, healthy today let's get to the phones we've got andy and then jay andy what's up andy good morning hey what's going on brother what's up how y'all doing i'm doing all right i was getting ready to go to bed but uh i just wanted to uh say two things uh first off congratulations to jabari and uh the money that he raised and uh you know all the bfls that you know donated it's truly great to see uh when kids get that offer you know because of the camp because of all the help you know and also what do you think about jamal lewis helping with the rivals camp that is huge especially talking with nico and you know talking to the other players that he talked to but I mean, talking to Nico alone, that's huge. That that puts us, I feel, in a real good spot to to bring him home. I mean, of course, you know, I heard where it is, you know, Coach Halsey, he loves Nico, and he, he wants Nico home just like Vol Nation does. So what's your thoughts? Well, for Nico, Eyal, Maliava, right, Ben? It's going to be all hands on deck. All hands on deck. And that's an example of that, of more people than just the coaching staff being involved in Nico's recruitment to show how special Tennessee is. And, I mean, I'll be honest, Jamal's conversation with Nico I don't know how much it's going to move the needle because we know what it's going to be about. Jamal played 
long time ago. Nico probably didn't know who he was. But if he's a historian, he would know that Jamal Lewis is one of the greatest running backs to ever play this game at any level. But yeah, man, Nico, Nico is a priority and and it's gonna be all hands on deck. I'm not gonna get too excited and make it seem like that that's gonna that's gonna be the separator because there's gonna be other schools that's gonna pull out all kind of stops to get Nico. And Tennessee's gonna have to pull out their stops and have a plan for for Nico and make sure that him and his family are comfortable with making Tennessee their home. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long process. It's gonna be a wild and, and, and twisty ride. So just put your seatbelts on. But I did see the video of Jamal talking to Nico. It made my my heart warm. Love to see it. But these are business decisions for these top quarterbacks and what school they go go to. And I just understand that. You know what's really cool about Jabari and what he's got going on over there? Mm-hmm. It's not the the money that VFLs VFLs are donating, but just the VFLs that give their time and, and show up to his events. I mean, the one that he had on Thursday was just tremendous. So many VFLs at attendance. You're terrible. You're give, terrible give, human. Giving their time and and helping a, a great great situation. You're the worst. Just shout out to you're the Jabari worst person and, on the planet and. and and you all the VFLs that uh, really give their time to help. I Jabari. wasn't there. All right, man. You ain't slick. I wasn't there. You know why I wasn't there? Huh? Why wasn't out there, man? Because you were coaching uh, your daughter's basketball practice. Yeah. Okay, AU basketball. In, in my opinion, forget your daughter. VFLs and raising money for these crooks are more important. Boy, stop. We got to get Nico. Boy, stop. Ain't I kid, I kid. Ain't got nothing to do with Nico. That that event was about raising money for it. I know kids to go to camps. I know across I know, the state and outside the state who can't afford it. Ain't gonna do it, Nico. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> I get. I did my part to uh, help 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 Jabari's you, foundation. You've helped Jabari tremendously over the years, and and he would tell you that. But I was booked. I was really booked that you, day. You were really booked. I was really booked, man. I was on my Rick Barnes. I was on my Rick Barnes. Now I was on my Patrick Ewing. Do you, do you shoot that shot? <laughs> do you practice that shot? Do you practice that shot? <laughs> At what point have you worked on that shot? <laughs> Don't shoot that shot. <laughs> no, so we we had a good time, man. I, lo- I love I love coaching basketball. So we we at the beginning of AAU season, man. We got to get ready to go. So Jabari Jabari had a great turnout. It was his best turnout. Now, since he's been doing it, organization is growing, growing, and growing. He's in more cities. He's getting more support. Another great event. I went last year. Uh, unable to go this year. You're the worst, man. You're terrible. You are terrible. Let's go to the phones. Got Jake. Jake, good morning. Well, you know, it was good hearing Andy's voice, and, and let's not discount his freestyle rap that he did for Nico. I think that's going to be a big help too, Andy. So don't sell yourself short. Please don't do don't do any rapping for Nico. Yeah, well, don't 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 sell yourself short, Andy. Okay. No, please, please, no <laughs> rapping for Nico. What? He already did. He already did it, bro. That's what I'm saying. He already did it. That's why I was just trying to I was just trying to show him some love. But man, you out here right on this man's parade now. What 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 did he say? Uh, rhymed with gorilla maulers. See, I, I don't. Even... Well, I'm, I I have a a, a second a follow up question to that question because he he came up with with that rhyme somehow. What is he gonna rhyme with Nico Iao Maliava? Dude, Andy is hot a lava. He, he he will figure it out. He's gonna figure it out. That that's impressive. I, I mean, if you can rhyme something. With Nico Iamaliava, I mean, yeah, he might. We might have Eminem Junior on you our and, hands. You and Jay are the worst. It, it, y'all pouring gas a, on the fire. A, uh, y'all the worst. I'm genuinely asking. Y'all are the what, worst. What can you rhyme with Nico Iamaliava? I mean, what can you rhyme with that? 
Y'all are, y'all are terrible friends. I'm a good friend. I'm gonna tell look, you, I, the raps are not hot. I, I look. It's it's not it's not our fault. It's, it's shame on you for not thinking that Andy's lyrics are hot lava. Andy, don't listen for to Nico him, Andy. E. Amaliava. Oh my gosh, where's yeah. the plug? I need to unplug something in here. <laughs> Hey, Swain, man, I saw you on TV, bro. No, you didn't. That That's was unfortunate. That was Jason Swan. No, that was Jason Swain. That was I, Jason Swan, the outfitter from Georgia Robert. Southern. That's, That's Jason Swain. He's trying to be incognito with that hat on. Like, he's, uh, you know, he don't, he don't want nobody to see him. But I that that had to be you. Hey, man, I was just watching the game. I wasn't bothering anybody. I wasn't bothering anybody. Jay, I was minding my business, man. Ooh-wee. I was minding my business. Yeah, you you was locked in, man. You look locked in. You look locked in on the game. So I'm always locked in, man. That's 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 how I watch the game, man. I if Auburn buy. if Auburn would have danced on the summit logo, would we had to would we had to just get on the court and, and just start getting the hands or what? Ole Miss game would have looked like <laughs> <laughs> Ole Miss game would have looked like um, you know Chuck E. Cheese compared to. To, to what Thompson Bowler Bowling Arena would have looked like if they would have stumped on the Summit logo. God. We ain't having that. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, please, please don't do this. Tennessee fans do not need to be on national news again. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't having that, man. You're going to be disrespecting Pat Summit. That's not going to happen. I'm surprised they didn't go outside and dance next to a statue. Man, they ain't so disrespectful. Bro, I, that's like uh, – me going up and slapping somebody's mama and then just saying, "Well, no, nah, don't get pissed off. I slap everybody's mama in the face." So yeah. you, you're you're the one that's being unreasonable because I do this to everybody. That, yeah, that, but, you know that that kind of logic I, I, that don't make no sense. But they do it at home though. We 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 step we we put our feet on the table at home. We put our feet yeah. on the couch at home. So we yeah. if we do it at home, we can do it in your home. No, no, nah. no, man, no, nah, man, you can't do it in our house. You can do it at your house. You can step all over your logo all you want to. But this house, don't do it. You, mm-hmm. you get put out like jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, I'm with you on that, Swain. I'm with you on that. Yeah, guys, that's, I just thought that was funny. I thought I'd call in and uh, tell, tell Jason I saw him on, on TV. He's a celebrity now. But, um, you know, hey, uh, speaking of, my God, John Moran, I, mm-hmm. Ben, when you mentioned that, I went looked on sports center instagram real quick and that poor man his soul left his body but uh john moran in i saw in every statistical category this year is putting up better numbers than when derrick rose won the mvp that's pretty that's pretty impressive yeah i saw a uh, comparison side-by-side comparison john moran and derrick rose i think we probably saw the same thing um I think John Morant should be right there, second place. Unfortunately, I think he's behind Joel Embiid, but he he's in the conversation. If Joel Embiid goes out hurt for a couple days, that's it. Well, am I crazy for for thinking that James Harden being added to the Sixers uh, decreases James Harden or uh, decreases Joel Embiid's MVP uh, no, case? No, you're being biased. No, because like now he has a running mate. John Morant don't have a running mate like that. But if he's if, if John if, Morant is the single reason that the Grizzlies are going to finish with the number two seed in the West, the Sixers ain't doing that. If Embiid is still playing at a high level, John Morant's playing just as high of a level, and he's more valuable to his team than Joel Embiid. You know what this award is about. If it was about being more valuable, LeBron would have been a. 20-time champion. Well, then what, what's it about? Been in the John Morant's just as productive as Joel Embiid. They're playing Listen, both equally he's well. He's playing great. But Joel Embiid has the advantage so Why? far. What what advantage does he have? Please please explain to me, because I'm, I'm failing to understand. Dude, Joel Embiid is unstoppable. So is John ja Morant. Okay, we'll do co-MVP then. You okay. want to do that? Fine with me. I don't care as long as John gets an MVP. Listen, I think John Moran's right up there, man. I put him I put him right there at number two. Which is like all these people, and, and I'm also speaking to all these people who they want to call out Nikolai Jokic and, and Joel Embiid and, and all these other guys before John. And, like, I get it. All these guys are having I ain't a, no, a, I ain't say that. amazing seasons, but John Moran's numbers are as 
good and equal to anybody in the league. He is more valuable to his team than anybody in the league. And his team is one of the best teams in the league. And statistically speaking, the Grizzlies are better than the Sixers in, in arguably a tougher conference. East is tougher right now. East is tougher. Would, would, you, would you take prime Derrick Rose or prime John Morant? Well, in hindsight, I take prime John Morant because we know Derrick Rose's knee's going to give out on him. Yep, yep. I, I don't, I don't know who I would take over. Who? I mean, they're they're both spectacular. Mm. I mean, I I, I can't I, pick I, one or the other. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm biased. I'd go John Morant. I'm, but I know part of me kind of thinks that John's going to be better than Rose. I mean, John Morant is going to be better he, than Rose yeah. if he stays out of trouble, which he will. And and if the the bigger thing is if he stays healthy, he's going to go down as one of the all time greats. I'm not saying he's going to be top three in that conversation with LeBron and Kobe and and uh, mm-hmm. and MJ. But like he, the, Man, the they, next time they do the like top 100 team, they did the top 75 this year. When yeah. they do the top 100, Jaws going to be on there. He he's going to be one of the greatest of all time when it's all said and done. If he stays healthy, Joel Embiid leads the NBA in scoring. He's ranked second in PER. So I mean, look at the statistics. He's been awesome. That's I mean that's that's why Joel Embiid right now is the betting favorite, uh, plus 140. As far as Caesars uh, MVP odds, second right now, I don't know why, is Nikolai uh, Jokic. And then you have Steph Curry, 14 to 1, uh, Giannis, 4 to 1, 4 to 1, and John Morant, 18 to 1. I think I think John Morant should be right there. It should be John Morant or Joel Embiid. That's, that's, yeah, that, I agree with you. And then I'm putting DeMar DeRozan in that conversation yes. as well. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Over, over Giannis and over uh, Joker. And, I played against, and that's not bias. I played against DeMar DeRozan. That's the best player I've ever played against. I believe you. He took all he your was, cookies, didn't he? Oh, my God. Dude, he came up. It was a AAU tournament in Kingsport, Tennessee. And DeMar was like 13 or 14 years old. And he was coming down the lane. He was he played on Master P's uh, AAU team. They were ah! With Lil Romeo. And DeMar DeRozan was coming down the lane at 13 or 14 years old, windmilling on people. It was unbelievable. It was unreal. I knew right then and there I wasn't going to the NBA. Did you get dunked on like old boy got dunked on uh, by John Morant yesterday? Was it that bad? Uh, Ain't nobody dunking on me. I'm getting out the way. I'm not going to be on nobody's poster. (laughs) Thanks for the call, Jay. Appreciate you, man. Give the John Morant. I am a John Morant fan. Love his game. Love his mentality. Love it. Hope he wins it. Hope the, hope the Grizz win the championship. Hour two coming up.